everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 39 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to those of you who have subscribed and left ratings and reviews. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and find me on social media for food pictures to go along with every episode. I am solo today, no guest. I have yet another restaurant from a trip, which probably should not surprise you, as many of my episodes come from trips. I was recently in Ireland. So what do you eat in Ireland? Well, I was there for seven days, and I think I managed to have six full Irish breakfasts. But I've already done an episode on the full Irish breakfast, so you can go back and check that one out in the archives. Let's talk fish and chips. So first off, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Irish geography, and for the record, I wasn't really, and I'm still not really. Uh, But uh, I was in a town called Hoth, which uh, it's pronounced Hoth. A lot of people in Ireland, they were uh, dropping the H at the end, and they were calling it Hoth. So I was trying to get directions there and talk to people about it, and it was uh, getting a little tricky. But I am 95% sure that it is pronounced Hoth. It is on the east coast of Ireland, about half an hour east of Dublin. Uh, I was staying in a town called Port Marnock, which is uh, about 15, 20 minutes north of Hoth. Port Marnock has a great golf course, so a bunch of people I was talking to in America about my trip had heard of it. Um, but seriously, no idea how well-known Hoth is. Um, it's possible that it's like how a lot of people on the East Coast and where I grew up, they know the names of all the beach towns in Delaware, and I would guess that the rest of the country uh, has no idea any of the towns in Delaware. So anyway, I just compared Hoth to the uh, Delaware of Ireland, basically. Uh, I don't know, someone can correct me if uh, they think I got that wrong. They usually do. You can tweet me or shoot me an email. Going in, I had a recommendation. Now, if you remember my friend Megan McLaughlin back from episode 14, which is the episode on the Irish breakfast, she uh, has spent a ton of time in Ireland. She's from there. She recommended a fish and chips place called Bischoff Brothers, uh, which they have in Dublin and also Hoth. And then I got there and I was talking to everybody about it, and they told me that I should go to this place called Aqua. So anyway, I get into town, and it's a, it's a cool little, uh, like, fishing village, basically. I think in the old days it was only a fishing village, and now it's uh, built up a little bit more. But they have, uh, they have these cliffs that are cool that you can walk around on, and a couple lighthouses and great views of the water. And then there's this one strip where it's like a pier, uh, a street that basically just juts out, and it has this whole uh, long line of restaurants and storefronts and all kinds of places where, you know, you walk in, and they've got the really, really fresh fish just all laid out there on ice and a lot of it's uh, cut up ready to throw right on the grill a lot of it it's you know the whole fish with the eyeballs staring at you and everything and just all kinds of places restaurants and shops and butchers and places to get your fish and just a cool little town to walk around in so as I'm walking around I see Bischoff Brothers I see Aqua but uh, I was there and there's this place called Krabby Joe's which passed the ever important eyeball test Um, Aqua looked like kind of a nicer place, not like fine dining, but just a little bit nicer. Um, But I was looking at the menu and I got there and Krabby Joe's was just easily the most crowded spot in the whole place. They had a takeaway window outside the restaurant with people standing and eating at high top tables. And then they had the restaurant with indoor seating and outdoor seating. And it was just super crowded. There were a ton of people there eating. The food looked good. So I said, okay, I know I have my recommendations, but this is the spot. You want to go to the most crowded place. So I went in and I got a table outside. 
and got to enjoy the weather, which is uh, always a bit of a trip in Ireland. It was uh, alternating, it was raining, and then it was, not raining, it was like drizzling, and then it was sunny, and then it was windy and cloudy and cold, and then it warmed up, and I basically sat there by myself at the stable outside and experienced uh, three or four different seasons in one meal. So I'm there by myself, but of course, you know me, that is not gonna stop me from ordering way more food than I need, uh, arguably too much, definitely more than I needed. So, you know, I got the fish and chips, and then I said, okay, I'm here, I'm in Ireland, I'm only here for a week, I've never been here before. Uh, I'm gonna pig out, and you know, especially at this kind of local place, I'm gonna try as much stuff on the menu as I can, even if I don't have anyone there to split it with me. So, I started with the seafood chowder, and I also uh, then got carried away and had four oysters, because, you know, nobody gets too full on four oysters. So, the chowder and the oysters came first. Uh, the chowder was great, it was really good, it had this great fishy broth, it was, uh, it was a white chowder, not red, and it was thick, but definitely a little brothier, like a little runnier than some, you know, some chowders are like a really heavy, creamy, uh, just like a thick cream chowder. And this, even though it was a white, it was still a little bit runnier, uh, and it wasn't quite as heavy. Um, but it had just a ton of stuff in it, just great uh, fresh pieces of fish. It had a lot of small salmon chunks that were floating around, and then there was, uh, there was cod and haddock, which were in even bigger chunks. And they were just, I mean, they were really big. There were, uh, you know, sometimes there are small pieces of fish. This was just like a huge hunk of fish in my chowder, which was good. It was like having fish with a side of chowder uh, as opposed to just uh, fish chowder. Um, the salmon was like flaking off and falling apart. And then the cod and the haddock were just in these big chunks that stayed together. Um, it had four mussels in it, and the mussels were still in the shell, which I love. Just if it's good and it belongs, just toss it all in there. Um, and, you know, I can uh, pick the mussels out of the shell, but the mussels were really good. Um, they might have been the thing that tasted the best in the whole chowder. They were just awesome. Again, very fresh. Everything was really fresh. Um, the chowder was served with, uh, the waitress just called it brown bread, but it was basically soda bread that had this almost like a cornbread consistency. Um, but the, the soda bread was popular there. I had a, a lot of that uh, throughout my trip. Uh, so some of that I ate with butter, some of it I just dipped into the chowder, um, but it was nice to have the bread with it. And it was a good sized bowl. It was really, I, you know, I mean, I, I got the fish and chips. I feel like I could have just sat there and just had chowder and mussels if I was just there for a quick lunch and, and made a whole meal of that, uh, even though I obviously had a lot more coming. The oysters were pretty good. Um, the menu said that they were Akel Island oysters. So of course I have no idea where that is, um, but I looked it up later and it turns out it's on the west coast of Ireland near Galway. So it was, uh, the oysters were not literally out of the water that I had just been uh, walking around looking at, but Ireland is pretty small. So I'm sure this was still a fresh catch. Um, the oysters were good. There was a lot of oyster juice in them. They were just served in like a deep jagged shell and there just happened to be a lot of juice on top. Um, they were served with, uh, a lemon and just a, a red wine vinaigrette. Um, I think my favorite way to eat oysters is with horseradish and cocktail sauce. But, you know, there are different kinds of oysters and they're served different ways. And uh, this is the way these came. So, um, you know, they were good. They were not my favorite. Um, and I think especially because I had the mussels and I got to taste how good those were, um, you know, I was able to help sort of put it in context. I've had a lot of really good oysters lately. Um, the ones I just had in New Zealand were really good. I know that I sound like a major snob because I've been to New Zealand and Ireland within the last eight months and I'm sitting here saying, well, you know, the oysters in New Zealand were much better than Ireland. But uh, those were really some of the best I've ever had in my life. But the oysters were good, um, just not as good as the mussels. You know, I guess my point is just that I have had oysters that good recently, whereas I think it's been a very long time since I had mussels that were as good as the ones that I had there that day. And finally, then the fish and chips came out and I guess in a bit of a surprise that maybe should not have been a surprise, 
the fish was just huge. I mean, uh, comically big. Uh, you know, I did not have a ruler or a tape measure with me, but uh, this piece of fish might have been a foot long. Um, and it was fried and it just like curled around like it was almost overflowing the plate because the top half of it just bent up. Um, but if you took the whole thing and just flattened it out, it might have been a foot long. It was really bigger than if you go to a restaurant and just order a normal grilled, you know, piece of fish, what you would expect this was bigger than that, despite the fact that it was just deep fried in this heavy batter. Um, I guess I sort of thought it was going to come in small strips, maybe. You know, I've had it both ways. This was my second fish and chips meal of the trip, and the first one came in small strips. So I think I was just anticipating that, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was this giant fish on a plate in front of me. Um, the fish was really good. It was cod. Um, I had fish and chips done a couple different ways while I was there. You know, I really, I could have done uh, an episode on five different kinds of fish and chips. Um, I had it at Haddock at that place where I was the night before. Um, this was cod. I really liked both. This was really good. The fish was just so fresh and... Uh, again, it was just really flaky. The batter was good. The batter also peeled off easily. It was like when you're eating an onion ring and sometimes you take a bite into it and the onion just comes out and you're left holding just this big chunk of breaded fried batter. And of course you're gonna eat that too. Um, but uh, you know, it was just really good eating the, the fish, you know, when pieces came off to eat it by itself, but then also eating it with this fried batter. Uh, both were great. It came with uh, tartar sauce, which, you know, sometimes I would dip in the tartar sauce and sometimes I had to almost like spread a little bit of the tartar sauce onto my next bite of fish because the fish was so flaky that it would fall in the sauce and you'd just have trouble getting it out. Um, there was also, there was a really interesting second dipping sauce. It came with a mint pea puree, which I'm not sure if I've ever had that combination before, um, but it was pretty interesting. That, that sauce was also like a thick consistency, sort of like the tartar sauce. Um, unique taste and definitely good to try. I don't think that I would want too much of it. Um, like I, you know, I don't think I would have been happy if it was the only thing that came, but in small doses, um, you know, where I was glad that I had the tartar sauce too. And, and just to try a little bit of the, the mint pea puree, it was, it was sort of an interesting flavor and it was nice to have that and add to the meal. And then the chips, you know, it came with fries. They were nothing too special. They were big and very thick. Um, and you know, they were a good, uh, a good change of pace and good to have, and I'm never going to complain about having some fries, but you know, I already had so much fried batter in front of me that I didn't feel like I needed extra fried potatoes. Um, especially they were such big, thick fries that you're getting, uh, you know, the, the ratio of potato to fry, uh, you know, it was just very potatoey. So, you know, after I also had the chowder and everything, I didn't feel like I needed them. So I will say that I did not finish the French fries, but that shouldn't be too much of an indictment on the fries. They were fine. Um, as most fries are. Now the fish, of course, I, I very quickly went from, uh, they put it in front of me and I said, well, I don't have to eat the whole thing to, well, you know, it would be a crime to leave even a bite of this fish not eaten. So, you know, I, uh, I managed to do a good job. And that was it. It was a nice place. I was there. It was uh, about 1.30 on a Sunday afternoon. It was really crowded. There were a lot of reservations, but uh, I was able to, to sneak in and get a table um, and not have to wait that long. And it was just kind of a nice day, sitting outside, enjoying the weather, looking at the water. Um, they were playing good music. Uh, and, you know, I was just enjoying myself. So that was my, my lunch by myself over there in Ireland. Um, and that's it. Now, you know, now you know about my whole trip. Uh, you know, I spent the week there. I figured I was going to have at least one episode from my trip. So how can you beat a traditional fish and chips right on the coast at a fishing pier? And now it's like, you know, about my whole trip to Ireland. The mint pea puree was an interesting touch. The mussels and chowder were great. It might have been the biggest piece of fish I've ever had in my life when I've ordered fish and chips. And now if you're ever in Hoth, Ireland, you know exactly where to go and what to do.
Thanks as always for listening. If you're new, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes. Many are just me by myself. A bunch of them have fun guests. I think those are always fun episodes when I bring on my friends. I have all kinds of episodes on meals all over the place. A ton of them are from New York City. A bunch are from different states all over the country. This is now the fourth country that I've been to in two years of doing this podcast, along with the US and New Zealand and South Korea. So go check all of those out. And again, if you're an Ireland enthusiast, you can go back to episode 14. That's the one where my friend Megan and I break down the full Irish breakfast at a bar in New York. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. Write a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Make sure you give me five stars. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. The uh, reviews really help other people find the podcast, and they are appreciated. You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. You'll see pictures to go along with every episode. You can leave comments. You can also follow Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram, which is my account just for this podcast. That account has pictures from every episode and tons of pictures of things I'm eating that do not turn into episodes. Lastly, you can email me, MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends, and I'll talk to you again real soon.